Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. I am currently in my mom's car with it turned off in my driveway because there is chaos going on in my house and I have nowhere else to record. Um, I don't have my mic with me at school. I couldn't bring it. Um, So here we are. But anyway, I am so happy to be back with you guys today. How is everybody doing? I can't believe next week is already the end of 2021. And while I... I'm so grateful for this year and so thankful because I've come such a long way and this year has been full of ups and downs and has truly transformed my life and changed my life for the better and there's so many exciting things in the works that have started in 2021 that I can't wait to continue doing in 2022 and I really look forward to the year. I'm just so ready to put an end to this chapter of my life and move forward and I don't know, how does everybody else feel? Are you feeling the same way? Did you have a really good year? Oh, my stomach is growling. Did you have a really good year? Did you have a bad year? Was it a mix like it was for me? Um, I know this year has been really hard with COVID and restrictions and not being able to travel and work from home and Zoom school and all these other challenges, but I hope that through the challenges, through the hard times, there was some beauty that came out of it for you as well. Um... Yeah, I've, I've chronicled with you guys the last three months, you know, my ups and downs, and I just, you know, kind of really excited for what's to come, and I'm so thankful that I get to share this with you guys and get to go back and listen to how I was feeling and what I was up to whenever I want, and that I get to truly chronicle my life with you guys in a different way here on the podcast than I do on Instagram. You know on Instagram it's in real time but here it's even less filtered and less curated because it's really just me turning on the mic and talking for however long I want and I really don't edit much out just like the random pauses and stuff um, but yeah I love connecting with you guys and I'm so grateful that you guys are really loving it too I mean in just over three months we had over a thousand downloads and that truly means the absolute world to me from the bottom of my heart. I don't know where I would be if I had not started this platform. You know, like I said at the beginning, it was killing me not starting it. I really wanted to, but I was so scared. And I truly was so scared that no one was going to listen. But just knowing that people look forward to this every week and are excited about this and love the conversations that I'm having. And I'm hopefully inspiring you and making an impact on you because the conversations that I get to have really do transform and impact and inspire me and I've learned so much I've grown so much in just the last three months because of the podcast as well as because of things happening in my own life that I get to share with you guys all here and you know I just I needed to quickly shout that out and before I introduce this week's guest which I'm really really excited about and it's perfect going into a new year starting crush I wanted to do a quick suck and sweet of the week, and my suck of the week is that if you are hearing my voice sound a little funky, it's because I have a cold, and thankfully it's just a cold. I did get tested for COVID. I don't have COVID. It's just, you know, with the temperature changes from Knoxville to Miami and not sleeping and the stress of finals and traveling, you know, my body just kind of shut down on me and I got sick, but uh, I'm feeling a lot better today. Fingers crossed tomorrow even better. 
because as you're listening to this, it's Thursday, but tomorrow is Christmas for us Latinos. We celebrate on the 24th. It's Noche Buena. And next week, I will do a recap of the whole year and share our holiday traditions. Um, But I just wanted to say that really fast here. And yeah, so my suck of the week is that I have a cold, but I'm hoping that I will feel better tomorrow and going into New Year's because on January 1st, we are leaving to Colorado on our family vacation. And I haven't been to Colorado since I was like seven, so I'm really excited. And, you know, skiing shall be interesting. I haven't skied in a few years and I'm not that great at it, but we're gonna we're gonna try to make it work and follow me on Instagram at Kayla Moran to see me chronicle those shenanigans. Um, and then my suite of the week is just I'm home with my family, it's the holidays, and I'm really looking forward to what's to come in 2022 and there's some really exciting things happening in my life some amazing projects I have in the works graduation is coming taking the bar passing the bar starting my life as an adult and as an attorney there's just some really exciting things happening for me in 2022 and I can't wait to share it all with you and yeah I'm really excited to introduce this week's guest Kayla from be well with Kayla on Instagram definitely definitely check her out follow her I highly recommend this episode is incredible we talk about her holistic health journey how she got into health and wellness how she became an international holistic health coach and social media tips and how she's grown on social media when we recorded this just a few weeks ago she was at like 12k she's now at 35k and it's all from posting one reel a day and you know, she has some really amazing tips here on how to eat healthy and how to get all your food groups in and really transform your life through health and wellness and on social media and how to approach social media in a new way. And it's just, it was really refreshing. And she's my age, 23. Well, now I'm 24. We were both 23 at the time when we recorded this and, you know, so young and so, you know, so smart, brilliant, and just really inspiring in so many ways and I just cannot wait to share this conversation with you guys and I know you're gonna love it so definitely check her out if you listen screenshot and tag us both so we can reshare leave us a rating and review comment on the Instagram your favorite moment of the episode definitely leave us a comment on our personal Instagram so we know that you came from the podcast and without further ado meet Kayla hi Kayla how are you I am good. You, Kayla? (laughs) It's so weird. I like, I don't know if you ever grew up with kids in your class or like, you know, a dance or sports that also had the same name as you, but there was a few girls, but it was, it was just always like funny. Like, yeah, very rarely actually. And honestly, it's weird to have, um, a Kayla pronounce the same name. I I mean, pronounced the same and spelt the same, like often find Kyla's Yes. Um, and Kayla's with a C, but K-A-Y-L-A is like pretty original. Not many girls have that name. Yeah. So I knew two girls that spelled it exactly the same way I did. Um, one in high school, one in college, but there was someone in college who spelled it with the C and I had never seen that spelling. And I also Ew. seen, um, I actually like it with the C and then there's K there's C-A-I-L-A, which is the girl yeah. Kayla Quinn from the bachelor. And I like that spelling too. And then there was also K-E-I-L-A. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then there's the Kayla's out there with the age in their name. Yeah. And- there's a, like a bunch of different. Yeah. Songs, but, so I was named after days of our lives. Like, I don't know if you know where the year name came oh from. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's where um, my mom got it from. Honestly, like 
my mom loves Days of Our Lives. So I'm going to be asking her if that was her inspo. That'd be funny. She loves Days of Our Lives. That's so funny. Like she's always watching it. So like maybe she did get the inspo from there. Yeah. My name was supposed to be Katarina. And then she started watching Days of Our Lives. And she's like, I really like the name Kayla. And I was like, you destined me to be a bitch because Kayla and Days of Our Lives. It's fine. Kayla's are bitches. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, It's so funny. But I'm so excited to be talking to you today because you are very, well, you are a holistic wellness coach, but you are very into wellness and being holistic and, you know, being in tune with your body. And I was listening to you, your story on a couple of different podcasts and your own podcast. And I really just fell in love with, you know, what you do and what, and how you got into it. So can you share a little bit about, you know, who you are, where you're from and how you got into the wellness space? Totally. Um, well, thanks for, first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm very honored and it's really cool to be, um, being interviewed by you and like you're in Tennessee and like, it's just crazy how like far we are, but like how social media brings people together. Um, and thank you for listening to my podcast and podcasts that I've been featured on. It means a lot. Um, so my name is Kayla. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Montreal, Canada, hence how far we are right now. Um, and I'm born and raised in Montreal. Um, I'm a holistic health coach, naturopath in study, and I'm also a hormone specialist. And I just got certified as an international health coach. And, um, which basically puts you on a list to be recognized as like, um, it's like a distinction out of health coaching. So, um, I I recently just got that credential, which is cool. So that's different than you, what you've heard on any other podcast, because it literally just happened this week. Um, and yeah, how I got started, um, always been into health and wellness as of the age of like 18 or 19. Um, when I was growing up, I was not your standard healthy kid. I was obviously very, um, genetically slim as a younger child. And I kind of feel like when you grow up with those genetics, you kind of take it for granted and, uh, you like kind of like eat whatever you want and you just live your best life and don't gain a pound. And then, um, when I had hit like, um, college, which is basically like stage up in Canada, like the step before university, we have like a different schooling system in here in Quebec. Um, I gained a lot of weight. I was chronically drinking. I was, um, eating the same foods, but like my body started to change, you know, so I had gained a lot of weight and all of this started initially, um, as a weight loss journey. I wanted to lose weight at like the age of like 18 or 19. Um, I wanted to better myself and I started restricting because that's what was popular then. And then I started like training and, doing all kinds of things to lose weight, which inevitably eventually I did. Um, and then that led me on to a whole process of, um, neglecting myself, not taking care of myself and being hypocritical in my ways. Like I would restrict myself and practice like this crazy, like intermittent fasting diet, but then I would like binge drink on the weekends. Long story short, I got diagnosed with leaky gut when I was at I was 20. Okay. So like, I think like a year into that and that really, um, struck me. It was like the, the the game changer of my life. I started feeling these feelings that I had never felt before. I felt brain fog, constant fatigue, um, constantly feeling hungover, um, constipation, um, numbness and tingling in like my limbs, which really scared the crap out of me to the point where I was like in and out of doctor's offices, getting like blood tests and MRIs doctors found nothing. And eventually my mom sent me to a naturopath. She had recommended that I go see uh, a natural doctor and she basically diagnosed me with leaky gut. And as of then I had to completely change my ways. And that's basically how I got into this field. 
Yeah. No, I think so. I actually have a lot of those symptoms myself, which is why I started going to, I mean, I was, I've go to the gynecologist every year, you know, that's very important. A lot of girls don't do that for many reasons. They're scared to go. They hear horror stories. Um, but I've Mm -hmm. gone to the gynecologist since I was like 16, 17 years old religiously. And I'm very grateful for that because I found out that I have an autoimmune disorder. So my doctor has been really instrumental in my wellness journey. And he was like, you, you know, the only way to improve this is by getting your immune system up. Like you don't smoke, thankfully, like you, you're not a big drinker. Like you can drink, but just be very mindful of it. And like, you know, on occasion, but not all the time. And I'm not a big drinker to begin with, thankfully, but you know, really eat healthy foods. And he put me on a supplement lycopene. I think that's how you pronounce it. And, um, cause I, I can't eat really acidic foods. They, they, they make my stomach hurt. So he was like, you need to take like eat tomatoes and stuff. And I was like, I don't like tomatoes and they make me feel like yeah. sick. She's like, take lycopene. So he's really been instrumental in the beginning of my wellness journey. And that was 2020 January, 2020. So, so it's been a few months now. And then I, over this summer, nice. I started having really bad. I've always struggled with constipation. I've always had an issue, you know, going to the bathroom, really struggling with that, but it got to the point where my digestion was so bad over Mm -hmm. summer because I was doing all of the healthy food things, but I still wasn't able to go to the bathroom. There was something going on where I would eat spinach and I would eat you know, all like the, you know, flax seeds and chia seeds. And I would be eating the right foods. And I loved it. I loved eating healthy, actually really enjoy it, but I was actually feeling worse. And so I went to my general doctor and he was like, let's do blood work as they always do. And he was like, I think you might have a thyroid condition, but I want you to get off birth control so we can really see where your hormone levels are at naturally. So I just recently got off birth control. And then in December, I will go back and do blood work and see kind of where we're at and then go from there. But he is, um, I'm not sure if it's just because we're Cuban and Cubans tend to be very much into the holistic practice as well. They're really restricted on the Island. They, you know, they kind of had to be more crafty and, you know, focus on the natural elements and the herbs and stuff like that. Um, so my grandma and my mom are very into that, which I'm grateful for too. They're not ones to like send you to the doctor or like pop pills and stuff, thankfully. But this doctor who's actually in my family, nice. um, he, he, you know, he hasn't, re- he hasn't prescribed anything. He's like, we're going to do it the old fashioned way. You're going to get off birth control. We're going to let your hormones regulate and go from there. That's an amazing doctor. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm very grateful for him. So I'm excited to, you know, I've been feeling a lot better ever since I, you know, got off birth control and I'm just more conscious of what I'm putting in my body. And I take inulin now every morning or every other morning to, to make sure that I am going to the bathroom. Um, but, and I feel physically in a, a lot better than I have in a really long time, but I do struggle from frequent headaches and sometimes debilitating ones. And I know it's a lot of times because I skip meals and which is really, really bad. Um, and I need to be better about, but so I, I, when I first heard you talk about leaky gut on another podcast, I was like, I really want to have her on because I don't think that's something that I struggle with, but many people don't know what that is. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm seeing a doctor who's helping me determine what my issues are and helping me get better, but other people not, might not be. So can you explain a little bit about what exactly leaky gut is and how you healed yourself from that and how you got into, yeah, how you got into 
holistic wellness? Um, okay. So basically like, um, for a long time, I thought I was being very healthy, but I was just, um, being a dieter, you know, like I was restricting calories. I was always going for the lowest calorie option. I thought carbs were awful. So all I would eat was protein, 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 whether it be in powder form or like animal protein. And I had a really, um, like messed up way of looking at wellness. It wasn't, um, the right way whatsoever. And the reason why I never had the right knowledge is because nothing, uh, like conclusive and concrete was ever presented to me, like through resources, you know, like I wasn't the type of person to like pick up a book when I was younger, I was always on my phone. Like my social media was, was what I was exposed to. And like, no one on social media was promoting, um, this like right way, you know? And like, plus in school, you don't really have, you don't really learn much about like how to take care of yourself and how to be holistic. Right. So it was very taboo at the time. Um, how I became holistic. So basically, um, leaky gut, what it is, is that it's basically your gut leaking into your bloodstream. Okay. So your blood, your, um, gut has barriers. And if those barriers are compromised and the debris and like the toxins from your gut, which are normal, but if your gut is weak and the debris, the toxins leak into your bloodstream, you will suffer. You will begin to feel, um, all of these symptoms that most 98% of the population feels just doesn't know that they have this condition. Okay. So leaky gut is like, um, it's like on a scale, it's on a spectrum and everyone is somewhere on the spectrum. Nobody has a perfect gut. No one has a perfect digestion. Um, every day, 365 days around everyone falls somewhere on the spectrum of like leaky gut. Um, but my, point on the spectrum was extremely, um, like severe when I was feeling those symptoms and to recover, I had to go through a protocol, you know, I had to rework my life and that's kind of how I became holistic. I had to unlearn what I knew, you know, like I would wake up in the morning, have a big bowl of Kashi cereal, full of sugar, full of gluten. Um, and I thought that was healthy. You know, I was putting, um, whole milk in my coffee. I was putting sugar in my coffee. I was eating muffins as snacks. I was, um, never eating vegetables. I was eating rice cakes because I thought they were healthy, but they're actually just low in calories and are like a blood sugar disaster. Um, you know, so I had to really rework everything I had known. And I went through a big, um, like process when I was like very young, I was like, just had just turned 20 and like, I'm 23. So this was like three years ago. Um, and, um, yeah, obviously there was bumps in the roads, but I really don't, um, like regret it. It was like the best experience, best thing that ever happened to me. And it brought me here today. So yeah, I became holistic. That's so where is, I I've looked it up because everyone says gut, but like, that's not an organ. Like it is, but it's, there's another word for it. So for people who don't know where your gut is in your body, where is your gut? It's like the middle point of like your large intestine. Okay. So it's like where the stomach and the intestine kind of meet. Um, but when you say like your gut is, is breaking, you're talking about your large and small intestine, depending on the different people. Like some people have issues with their smaller intestine. Some people have issues with their large intestine. Obviously the large intestine breaks down, um, most first, um, and then it carries into your smaller intestine. But, um, when we say your gut, like what, what's, what's making you leak is that your, your intestine is compromised. Okay. So that's why all of that, all of those toxins, that bacteria that 
equally needs to be as good as bad. You need both bacteria in your body are leaking into your um, bloodstream. Okay. Yeah. I I've looked it up because I was curious, like everyone always, when I first got really into this and a lot over the summer, I was talking about, you know, my gut and like, I don't, my digestion and like my stomach hurts and I don't feel well. And I started doing research and I, I discovered that your gut is in your intestine. Cause yeah. the only time we ever know about gut otherwise is like, you know, gut feelings and gut instincts. Yeah. It's also very important, but, yeah. um, they're very, very important, but you know, there is, it's an actual thing. So of I wanted course. to, I wanted yeah. to, you to share what it was for people who don't really know. So for someone who is, you know, there's so much messaging out there. There's it's with COVID and like the pandemic, everyone got really, really into wellness, but there's a lot of dieting and fads and like trends. And, you know, there's a lot of messaging out there. So Mm -hmm. for someone who is, you know, really wants to feel better, be, you know, be healthy, feel better for their body, but isn't really sure where to start. Where do you recommend, you know, resources that you, you, that you really looked into when you started going on this journey, resources that you follow, obviously you're a great resource, but where can someone start if they really want to be into wellness and obviously holistic wellness as you practice, but just wellness in general, where can someone start? Sure. Um, well, honestly, like these days we're so lucky that we have Instagram and Instagram is free. And there are a lot of great resources on Instagram as much as there are a lot of bad resources on Instagram. Um, but basically it's not a science. It's not so complex, you know, um, you don't have to go and buy an expensive book and read up on nutrition and wellness to like know how to conduct your proper life. And you don't have to, um, mimic what someone like be well with Kayla, who I am is doing on Instagram. You know, you have to just take everything you see online and even in books with a grain of salt, because you can get very radical in this field. You know, if you pick up a book, like let's say one of my favorite books is called get off your acid by Dr. Daryl Joffrey, who I've spoken about many times on my platform. Yeah. Um, Great pod. He did a great episode on the skinny confidential. That's how I discovered him before the skinny confidential. Like I was reading his books like three years ago. Like I loved his guy. Okay. But he's very radical. You know, like it's very like everything is acidic. Like you can't eat anything. Gluten is awful. Um, Oh my God, kind of no to meat, but like fish might be okay. And that is very radical. You know, I wouldn't suggest a young, young adult teenager embarking on this lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Because it's restrictive and it's not realistic. And although you might live till 110 with his lifestyle, it's just not realistic, you know? So um, there's, you have to find middle ground with everything, but back to what you were saying, um, like where to start simple, stop eating processed food, like stop anything yeah. packaged, anything barred, anything, uh, through a drive-through, um, anything like Coke, Pepsi, soda crush, stop eating that stuff. You know, like the standard American diet is, uh, like crap, you know, like start going to the grocery store, make yourself grocery lists, make real food. You know, you could Google healthy recipes. You'll find a million and one of them and start shopping the periphery of the grocery store, you know, buy vegetables, buy, um, gluten-free pastas instead of regular pastas Buy um, fish and organic meats, you know, obviously these things are much more costly, but you'll realize how, if you stop going to Starbucks every day, you're all of a sudden going to have 200 more dollars in your bank account a month. 
you know, and there goes your organic chicken, you know, so you have to kind of weigh out um, the pros and cons of things. And a lot of people say like, oh, like, well, this is so expensive. It's expensive because um, like you don't really people rather people would rather go to McDonald's and spend six dollars a day than go to the grocery store and spend seventy five dollars like one in one shot. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. I'm so yeah. glad you said that. And it's so true. Like and the reason I've, I've looked into this because I I have had these like the same thoughts. You know, I'm going. I don't really drink Starbucks anymore. I'm like on a, on an off day. Sure. Yeah. I'm running around Never, quickly. So, me great. too. I love Starbucks. Yeah. But, but you know, same. I prefer to you know go to like more local coffee shops. They usually yeah. taste better anyway. Or making my coffee at home. And yeah, I'm doing a lot better about you know real foods, whole foods. I love chickpea and red lentil pasta. You know meats, vegetables. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm definitely on that same train. And then I had the same thought. I was like, why is it so much more expensive to do this? And like, why is that the, the, the barrier for entry mm. for a lot of people? And it's because then I started following a lot of accounts that show like all the chemicals and filler ingredients that are in packaged and processed foods and in like fast food and like all these like companies that we grew up eating. And yeah. the reason that they're so affordable is because there's filler ingredients that Crap, it's not food, mm-hmm. that it's not food. And they're bringing the cost down because, and the reason they put those in there is so it's cheaper to make, hence yeah. it's cheaper to That's buy. So and if you look at, and they're yeah, preservatives, preservatives are the worst. And, um, And then if you look at the same like Cheetos in America and Cheetos in Europe are so different Mm -hmm. and they actually taste better in Europe because they're more real food, even though they're so, they're more real food than they are here. So yeah, I've completely eliminated, not completely 90% eliminated processed and packaged foods, you know, on the off chance or when I'm running around quickly, sure. I don't keep that in my house anymore. And I try really hard to eat whole foods during the week so I can go out and eat the more fun foods on the weekend, still not processed and packaged foods, but I won't feel guilty about having, you know, a whole bowl of truffle fries because I'm going to eat the whole bowl, you know? Yeah. But also like, um, I feel like people get very overwhelmed. You know, they think that, um, wellness, if it's either you're in or you're out, there's no middle ground. And my biggest, um, like suggestion to people who are just getting started is like, start making proper choices as to when you are in control. Like, let's just say like Monday to Friday, you know, we're all in school. We're all doing something. We're all working. Um, start taking control, you know, make a morning smoothie rather than, um, having a bagel, you know, like, I don't care what you say, like bagels are not good for you. Like, like obviously it's, it's an, it's, it's comforting, but why would you have a bagel with cream cheese in the morning when you could have an avocado toast on gluten-free bread with like a whole egg that's organic or like a whole smoothie with like a high quality protein in there. Like there's so many things that you could have that are better. Both of those are my breakfast. Yeah, like I, I, I interchange between those two and an oatmeal bowl, yeah, depending exactly. on my so, I had an oatmeal bowl today. There's so many different options as to what you could have. And, um, obviously we all want to go out on the weekend. We all want to have dinner. And like, I'm not the type of person that like orders the healthy thing on the menu on a Saturday night. Like I'll definitely eat what I want, but it's because I'm so consistent in my routine throughout the week that like, I know that that one thing I have on the weekend or two things I have on the weekend won't change my life. Won't um, affect my health because it's not what I'm doing consistently. So it's all about consistency and what you do more than the other. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I, I, I have a lot of, you know, I'm so glad I met you when I did, because I'm the, a lot of the thoughts that you were, you were saying now and what you talk about on your, your platforms is where my thought process has be, has come. 
And so I really love, you know, I resonate a lot with this and I hope that, you know, other people also resonate or want to resonate and are going to start taking yeah. some of these tips because it's, you know, you have to want to do it for yourself with everything you have to want it. And it's so, it seems so scary because there's so much messaging out there, but it's actually really easy. It's so simple. I think it's so simple that it's hard because it's yeah. like, you're, you're so bombarded with all these messages and like, you don't know where to start, but in reality, it's just like eat whole foods and not like just like whole foods, the grocery store, but literally like whole foods that make you feel good. Yeah. And like, you know, I, now I, I remember like we moved, I, when I drove back up to Tennessee for school for the semester, we stopped in Atlanta and got Chick-fil-A because, you know, quick gas bathroom break, get food and go. Like we were trying to make it in one day. And I love Chick-fil-A and I'll, I, mm. I rarely have it now because it actually makes me feel really gross. Yeah. It's not even that it's bad. You just you hate the way you feel after. I hate the way I, it tastes great. I feel really mm. bad after. And I, I yeah. don't like McDonald's. I don't like Burger King. I never really have. I like, you know, Wendy's and Chick-fil-A were always the ones that I go for and I didn't eat them often, but I didn't realize that every time I would eat them, they would make me feel bad until the last two times I've had it. And I was like, I don't, like, this isn't like, I don't want to feel like this, you know, now this isn't it. This isn't yeah. it. Um, I much prefer to have whole foods and it's hard to, you know, after a long day of work or school or whatever, come home and make dinner. So what are some, like, what are your go-to recipes? You've shared a few of your breakfast recipes. What are you, you know, for lunch and dinner, what are your go-tos throughout the week? Well, I do this thing called the balance plate, which is like my go-to like to everything. And I just find it's like a very simple no brainer. And like back to what you were saying as to like how everyone finds it so hard to like, um, eat healthy. Like it's so easy yet. It's so hard. And the reason why we find it so hard is because we weren't conditioned. We weren't, we didn't grow up doing this, you know? Um, I'm sure around the same age, like early twenties and like our parents were like feeding us like Dunkaroos, like pasta. Like we thought, um, like, um, cheese sticks were normal. Um, you know, like the classic stuff, like we grew up in that era where like early twenties, no one really knew about health and wellness and only got, only started getting somewhat known in like the 2010s. So, um, that's why it's so hard for us to comprehend, but hopefully the generation after us, like our kids one day will have a much better understanding on what health is back to the recipes though. I do the balance plate, super normal and, and easy to do. And it's basically, um, all four food groups in one plate in specific portions. So I do like a moderate portion of carbs. So that'll depend. Like I'll, I'll probably do like, um, sweet potato, quinoa, squash, something of the sort, um, or a rice. And then I'll do a portion of protein. So I'll do like an organic protein, like an organic chicken or like a grass fed beef or like salmon. Salmon's definitely my go-to. And then I'll do green. So half my plate is always like green vegetables, um, cooked preferably, which will benefit digestion. Raw is like hard to digest. And then I cook with healthy fats, which gives me that like boost of like EFAs that I need omega-3. So like avocado oil, coconut oil, olive oil, and or grass-fed butter. So like all that good stuff. And like, that's just what I do. Like every, every meal, it's like a no brainer to me. And I feel like you find fun ways to like season your food or like have like theme nights. Like, let's say like you have like a Mexican night where you're making tacos or like, um, an Italian night where you can make like chicken meatballs and like have like an, a gluten-free pasta with an organic tomato sauce and like find fun ways to like reincorporate all of those groups. But the reason why I created the balanced plate is because it's a really easy way to like remember which food groups you need through every meal to like keep you going. 
Yeah. I love that. I, uh, salmon is the one I pronounce it salmon because in Spanish it's salmon. So I really, a struggle. lot of people do do that. Though, I struggle. So I'm being conscious of right now of calling it salmon, but in regular yeah. passing, I usually say salmon, but I don't, <laughs> I don't love it. And I need to get better about it because I know it's really good for you. And it's a great yeah. source of protein, but I love, I don't like Turkey that much. I actually like Thanksgiving. I go for the ham. I'm a Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like, Girl. I don't like the turkey. It's just too dry for me, but yeah, chicken, fish, and you know, meats as yeah, well. It's so good. Yeah, for sure. That's how I get my protein. I love quinoa. Sweet potato is my weakness. I love sweet potatoes so much. So I'm going to start, I, I, I do some variation of that, but I'm not as conscious about all four at once. So I want to definitely, you know, I'll share that as a resource when this comes out, but yeah. when I get better. So it's, uh, Protein, fiber, fat, and carbohydrates. Cool. I will share that for everyone, but yeah, definitely want to get better about it. You know, we're actually the same age. I'm 23 as well. I turn 24 next month, but um, how did you, so when you started going on this journey, Mm -hmm. you start doing this, when did you start sharing it online? Were you, you know, were you conscious of like, I'm going to be an influencer in this space or did it kind of just happen for you? No, it was a business model. Like the reason why I started, um, like I like pre pandemic, I had, um, like way before the pandemic, I had this, like, uh, in 2019, I think I, I think I closed it down like late 20, early 2019. Um, I had this like Instagram page. It had like 12 K followers, which was like my personal page. It's like called Kayla Pomponio. And then, um, I had closed it and then I opened up a small account and I had like 500 followers on it. I was, um, in like my uh, second to last year of university, going to my last year of university, I was like studying criminology. I was like off the freaking map. Like I was a nobody, like literally um, not a nobody, but a nobody online. Yeah. And um, then it was when I started, like I, I, I ended university, like I graduated from criminology and I was like going into law school. I had applied to law school. I was like really upset um, that I was gonna, I was even going, I was like, I hate this. I had friends who were going. So it's funny how you're in law school. Yeah, no, um, we have a lot of similarities. Yeah. It's really funny. I also think, oh, why am I in law school? And I'm about to graduate. So actually, I was like, really not down. I was but good for you and like stick to it. But I was just really not down. Plus, like, I felt like I was lying to myself, like throughout my whole life. I felt like a major imposter. I was like, who am I kidding? Like, who, who am I kidding going to law school? Like, what am I doing? Like, five-year program, including an internship, like here in Quebec, like five more years of school. Like, do I even want to be a lawyer? Am I really going to do this with my life? Or is this something that I'm just going to put up on my, on my like wall that I did it. And like, like, listen to my parents, congratulate me. Like that's, that's, those are my thoughts. And I was so done, like doing things to get recognition for it. Like I actually just wanted to get down and dirty and work. Like I wanted to work. I wanted to know how to hustle. I wanted to start my own business. I wanted to see money coming in. I wanted to see, um, I want to have all of that, like all that experience I didn't have because I was always stuck in school and I hated it. I feel you. You're preaching to the choir. I'm so ready to just. Yeah, girl. Like if you're you're listening right now and like you're in school and like you freaking hate it. Like I know what that means, but I like my program. It's not that I didn't like criminology. It's like, I was, I was done. And I knew that deep down I had like a deeper calling and like, I've always been very, entrepreneurial, like independent. Um, and yeah, so that's what happened. And then after that, um, when the pandemic hit, like in March of 2020, 
I um, had realized that I wasn't down to go to law school anymore. And I had a conversation with my parents, my boyfriend, my sister. And I was like, hey, like, what if I did this? Like, instead, what if I started my own business? What if I did nutrition school, like followed my passion? And everyone kind of looked at me like, (laughs) you're crazy. Yeah. Like my sister was supportive. My boyfriend was like so supportive. He was great. My mom was like, I don't know about this one, sis. She was like, I don't know. Um, my dad was like, absolutely not. And then like, it took some convincing with my parents, but my mom was always pretty supportive. And she just told me, she's like, listen, I'm not going to let you coast through this. It's not like a free pass on a free ride here. If you don't start making money, if your business is not successful, like you're getting back to school, you know, because my mom was not going to have me just like chill at home for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. Which is not what I wanted to do. So my, so I had to prove myself and show my parents like the last thing I wanted to do was stay at home. You know what I mean? Like that was the last thing. So I started working and then that's when I started Be Well with Kayla. So I started, I, I took from March to July to like think, plan, start my course. And then in July, I was like, okay, okay. I'm starting this account in September. So I started the account September of 2020, September 1st. So I had all of those months of planning. I got a graphic designer for my logo. Um, I really wasn't sure what kind of page I wanted to start. It like had originally started more of like a push vibe where I was posting like more articles on like wellness topics. And then eventually when I grew the confidence to come back to Instagram, because I had like a bad experience with my last Instagram and I just didn't feel comfortable sharing my, my, myself on there. When I uh, had the confidence to show myself, then I became more of like a wellness influencer slash health coach. And I like was much more like talkative, but I had to grow that confidence. Like I didn't have that confidence, the confidence I have now when I started, I wouldn't even show myself. I wouldn't even talk to the camera. I feel like that's, there's a lot of girls that do that. They start accounts that they're sharing aesthetic and like articles and like blog posts and like information, but they're not they're not putting the personality, they're not putting the personality behind it. And it, it works and it works for a lot of people and it, it does very well, but you know, showing themselves. Yeah. Which is fine. It, yeah. It takes the confidence yeah. to really show up as who you are online. And it's really special when you start showing that and, you know, you've grown this account in such a short amount of time. And I, I wonder, do you, did you see the difference when you started showing yourself online? Was that when it really took off? 100%. Yeah. I think you always have to be like very true to yourself. You know, like when I had first started my page, I always knew that I was a very outgoing person. I always knew that um, like, I love sharing online and like, not only am I good at it, like it's, it's genuinely like I'm good at it. Cause I like it, you know, like I love sharing with people. It's like anything I do, like I could buy a lip balm and I'm like, guys, <laughs> like what's good, you know? So it's like, I have, not only do I have this career, but I have a personality. I'm very outgoing. I'm an Aries. I'm, I'm very, a fire like, sign too. I'm a Sagittarius. Again, we have so much. I got my boyfriend's a Sag. I that's get so along cute. best with yeah. Aries as relationships. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. My boyfriend's a Sag. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. No, I love, like, if you're a fire sign, like get on the internet kid. like, you know, like Leo's got to be there. Um, so it's just so funny. And I had to be honest with myself. I was like, Oh, you know, like Kayla, come on. Like what's like when I first started and I wasn't really showing myself, like, don't get me wrong. My page was growing because I had a great aesthetic and like, it was very distinct. Like everyone knew like the be well with Kayla aesthetic. Like obviously people probably saw it, weren't following, but you know, you come across pages and you know, when someone has a bold aesthetic, so it was bold and people were liking it, but 
there was missing something. And I could feel like my followers knew that behind the screen, there was someone that's very like quirky, charismatic, fun, and um, like me, but I wasn't showing myself. So there's that barrier. And it was kind of like, Oh, like, come on. Like I could tell that people were like, Oh, come on, Kayla, like, like show yourself a little bit more. Like, why don't you post pictures of yourselves? And then that dialogue started. Like I would go out and I would hear people say like, Oh, you're beautiful, Kayla. Oh, but I ne- there's never a face behind the brand to that, to that, um, that page. Like I get like kind of comments here and there. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Honestly, like I'm going to start showing myself. But another reason why, as to why I never showed myself is not because I was like, yeah, I, in a sense, I lack confidence. And like, there's obviously those insecurities of like, are people going to judge me? But also I didn't want to step into the influencer spotlight. You know, I didn't want to be that classic wellness influencer that, um, people followed because it's mockable and like, I'm some 23 year old wannabe. Like I really struggled with that. And I realized that if I were to put myself online, which I do now, and I show myself quite often, I have to like, create a dialogue for myself that's like respectable and that people can actually trust. And I'll never come on the, the screen and talk about bullshit. Like, sorry for a lack of no, like, no, you, you're, lack of better words, ahead. but I'll never be like, Hey guys. Oh my God. Okay. So today the line at Starbucks was so long. Um, like I'll never create that dialogue for myself because I just find it useless yeah. and I'm not benefiting anybody by sharing I, this, you know, so I'm although, the same exact way. And I'm really, yeah. I very much, you know, I say, I really want to be, I, I, we were talking about this off air, but I'm really struggling with right now with creating an audience because a lot of the people that follow me are still people I know in real life. I'm, I'm very small mm-hmm. and I want to grow, but I want to grow as 100% myself. I don't want to put on a persona that's going to get yeah. people to want to be here. Like that's not because it's not realistic. It's not sustainable. I want you to like me for me. And I want you to come on here because you like who I am and what I'm showing. So I love that that was a focus point for you that you really, you took that into consideration. And I think that's so important for people who want to get into this space in whatever niche that it is. But I think it's, I was talking about like how I'm not going to come on the camera just to share like some like stupid statement, you know? And like, it's, and I also live in a city where, um, like, I feel like it's like this for everybody, but I, I, I totally get what you mean by the fact that you feel like you're, you're not able to grow or like you're, you're in a space where you feel kind of shy because you still have a lot of people on your account that, you know, like when I first started my page, like I was so traumatized by having my, my personal page with like those numbers. Like, like I had like a bigger account, like, like I said before, um, and in my small city, like that didn't that wasn't good for me. It like created a really bad reputation for me. Um, I had like no purpose online. All I would do is post myself. It created a very narcissistic environment for me, um, created a, a horrible narrative, you know? And like, um, all I had to share was the things I had and myself, you know? So that was something that I kind of had to look into and be like, Oh, like I'm so much deeper than this. Like, why am I, why am I doing this? Why am I giving into this? Like, community that's like even a false community with all these people that I know but that don't actually care for me and that's why I decided to close that page and then eventually when be well with Kayla took off I closed my other personal page and like now be well with Kayla is my only identity on the internet and I swear to god I don't follow anyone from my city anymore I really don't yeah I, really don't. I don't follow a lot no. of people anymore and like I don't even think people some people follow me like my my like clientele. I mean, my followers from Be Well With Kayla, they might be from Montreal. They might be from Toronto. Like 
it's all wellness based. Like if you're on my page, it's because you actually care for my page and not because of what I'm doing, you know? So it's really important to create yourself like that safe space online. And if that means like starting a new page and starting from scratch, like go for it, you know, for anyone listening and wondering like how to transition your page that you've had since high school to like a blogger, like maybe don't like try to try a new page. And then when that page kicks off, like close the other one down because it will kick off because you're going to be creating a community that's only interested in you. And that's how your community grows. Yeah. I, I did the, it's my personal page. Um, and I've removed a lot of the old posts. Like I've left a few that are, that I want, I want to have on there and I'll occasionally get sentimental and scroll back. Um, cause I'm weird like that, but yeah, and it's, um, fine. it's my personal page and, you know, I am, I'm in that struggling transition because, you know, we were talking about like this off air, but you know, I started my blog graduated a semester early. So I had eight months before I started law school and it took off for me from there. I was doing travel guides and I was like showing mm-hmm. what I'm wearing and what I'm like, you know, living my best life and people like that. And then I went back to school and my, my audience became my classmates and it, my, my account has struggled within that because I'm being pushed out to the people in my actual city and surroundings, which I, you know, I'm grateful for that. Like, I love that the people I'm surrounded with are interested in what I'm doing because they are. And I, my, my classmates, my friends, like they think it's really cool, but I'm now I'm like, I'm, I wish that I had, I I struggled with like, should I have started another account for like my, my business side of things. And like, you know, and I I don't think I will just because I started the podcast Instagram and that's like my business account, but, and I'm really having fun with the podcast Instagram. Um, but I struggle with that, like that audience of like, yeah. and I'm not afraid to put myself 100% online. Like I am who I am, you know, si me gusta bien, si, si no también. I'm very much about that. And, you know, I have no problem crying online and talking about, you know, hormones and birth control and like breakups and relationships and like mental health and like, whatever. I'm very much who I am online, who I am in person, but I, and I don't, the people online judgment doesn't bother me. And the people in my real life doesn't, the judgment doesn't bother me because they don't really judge me. They all support me. They see my vision and they like it. I just, I'm having that internal dilemma of like what to share when I'm at school, when that's not, that's not all of me. You know, there's a lot more to me than the law school student. And that's my current reality. So I like that, you know, you, you said that for people, because if I had, if I hadn't, if I'm starting now, if I were to start now, I probably would have a separate account and then close my personal, but I, that's not how it worked out for me. So I'm just, you know, I have to, you know, play the long game and transition the long way. I do see the value of, mm-hmm. you know, creating a brand strategy, creating a business model for yourself because influencing and being in this space on social media is a business and, yeah. you know, growing it that way. So yeah. So I love to hear how, you know, you, you grew and it's so special. And I love too that, you know, you're, you know, even before your name, your, not your name, your face was attached to it. Like people knew who be well with Kayla was, they, they it stood out. And then you added that extra dimension and I'm actually doing the reverse. Like people know who I am now I'm creating that, that brand, the business model yeah. dimension of it. Yeah. The strong, the strong aesthetic, the strong brand I'm working on that now. Um, so it's funny, we all have different journeys and I love that we get to share that. Of course, that's yeah. what makes everything special. So I actually have never been to Canada. I've never been to Montreal and I'm dying to go to Montreal and to Toronto. Um, really? So, 
you know, probably wouldn't, (laughs) probably wouldn't go in the winter anytime soon, No, Um, but I'm, I'm struggling with it being 40 degrees in Tennessee. I don't think I could handle Canada. um, (laughs) One day I would love to come and meet you in person. If you're ever in, you know, South Florida. um, Yeah. Well, I actually come down to Florida often. Okay. Yeah. So let me know. I've been, I like, honestly, I've spent so much time in Miami. My parents have a place there. It's like, okay. Place, like my second home. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, next time you're in town and if I'm home, well, I'll be moving home permanently in the summer, but if I'm, I'm awesome. home on breaks, if I'm home on breaks, definitely come let's hang out. And I would love to just chat with you. And like, we have so much in common. I feel yes. like we genuinely be friends on and offline. And I love, I love that you are someone that I think the reason that not just because you had the strong business model and it's, you're doing it in a way that is personable and approachable and like not scary and not intense. It's just, it's genuine and like friendly and warm because that is who you are as a person. Yeah. And I, I, you know, those are the types of friends that I want to have in my life now, as I'm transitioning into my adult life and, you know, the friendships that I choose to make. And, um, so I love that. And I just, I love hearing the story of how, you know, something that was really hard and scary for you really transformed your life. And it has become, you know, your business, but also just you embody that so well, what it means to wellness in all aspects. So I think it's really, really cool. But for, you know, anyone who we, well, we talked a little bit about strategy tips and like about what wellness is, but is there any advice you have for people who either want to get into the space or are in this space? We've touched on it a little bit, but just, you know, or, you know, have had a bad experience with social media in the past, but really are seeing this is an emerging industry. This is the place to be. This is where I could really, if you want to be a business person, be an entrepreneur, this is a space you have to be into because I'm now an entrepreneur myself. And I'm, I love seeing all the value and like that, that advice and implementing it. So what advice do you have for people who want to get into that? So much to say. Um, listen, I'm obviously not where I want to be. Like I still have so much way to go. I'm, I definitely haven't made it on social media, like platform. I was just listening to, um, a podcast episode last night with like a Canadian creator that like, I admire because like, she's from Ottawa and like Ottawa is like, like not much happens in Ottawa. You know what I mean? It's the capital of the country, but like Montreal and like Toronto are definitely the big cities of Canada, like, like aside from Vancouver. But anyways, all to say is that she like blew up on TikTok overnight, you know? And like, I was like, her name is Kaylee Stewart. And she posts like a lot of- I was listening to the same podcast, actually. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, everyone knows her. Like, it's crazy. And she's like this small, like she's from Ottawa. And like, she created this like Instagram and like TikTok, blew up overnight, found it so inspiring. And I was listening to it, like taking mental notes, like, okay, like short clip videos, like- TikTok, got it, got it, got it, you know? So I'm definitely not where I want to be. But one thing about my page that's like really cool is that, um, and I'm very aware of it, which is why I'm not scared to talk about it, is like my engagement, my following, and the way I like approach my followers, you know? Like I'm very comfortable with my followers. Um, Like say whatever you want, but like an influencer like her won't come onto the camera and be like, hey guys, like what's up guys? Like this morning I made a green juice, like, you know, which creates like a niche following, which yeah, may create a smaller following, but um, because not everyone wants to hear that, but you're going to have so much influence on the people you actually do speak to, whether they slide into your DMs or not, you know? Um, 
So engaging with your followers as if they're your friends is so important, you know, as if like you're talking to your group chat, like, Hey guys, just made my coffee this morning, put oat milk in it, not macadamia or not walnut. Like, like, I don't know, like feeling different, feeling happy, like tell your followers how you feel frequent Q and A's engage with them. You know, um, that's what I've definitely done, which I feel like has definitely grown my page and kept people around because people feel like they're actually a part of the community. Um, number two, uh, strong brand identity. If you even have, if you have a brand or if you are your own brand, if you don't even have a company, but you want to have a significant like digital print footprint, have a style that's unique to you, you know, do something doesn't have to stay the same the whole time you're online, but do something, have those key pillars that are key to you and like custom to you and reels reels are so important for growth. Like Instagram is like, prioritizing reels right now every time you post a reel you'll notice how you get a couple follows people love to see your life through video it's not about pictures anymore so move with the times and hop on the trends and like right now the trend is tick is tiktok and reels and if you want to grow on instagram which is a much more personal app than tiktok you have to hop on their trends and right now it's reels so those are my tips for people who want to get in this space I think those are great tips. And uh, we were talking about this off here and I need to get better about reels. I have a lot of ideas and I'm just, I have to just pull the trigger and do it anyway. Pull the trigger. Also, you don't even need (laughs) a pretty space to pop off. Like, yeah, that that's, that's what's holding me back. That's that's, let me just say that. Okay. Like I know a lot of people, like, I feel like when I, when people interview me or talk to me, they feel like I'm like, I have this like perfect environment with this perfect setup. And like, I live at my parents' house. Okay. Which I'm sure a lot of us have the, like have the luxury to do, or maybe not the luxury to you. Cause some people wish to move out, but currently my situation is I'm living with my parents and they have this setup. And like, obviously like I benefit from it because I'm using their space, but regardless of if I had a pretty space or not, I would still be posting because people just want to see like they want, and they love reality. People love reality. There's someone I follow on Instagram. Her name is Tamara fitness. She's so popular. She's killing it. And like, she'll show like all aspects of her life, the pretty, the not pretty. And she has an amazing following. And honestly, my page would probably grow even more if I showed more of the ugly stuff in my life, you know? So whether your setup is pretty or not, like definitely get on reels and show everything because people love reality. It's not all about a pretty space. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I live with my parents. Well, not at school, but when I'm home, I, yeah. I do live with my parents and I, you know, I'm very grateful for it. I know not everyone is, is like you said, but you know, I'm grateful that my mom sees my aesthetic vision. And although our aesthetics are not the same, she has an aesthetic of her own. Yeah, and, it, and it's it, cool. It, it, you know, like, it helps my, it helps my content having it be aesthetic, mm-hmm. even though it's not my personal aesthetic. Um, but yeah, I'm at, while I'm at school, I need to just pull the trigger because, you know, there is stuff that people do want to see. I just need to, you know, not be so not afraid. I'm not afraid. I just, I feel like people don't want to see it. I know they want to. I just, I well, feel they like do, once imagine, I do it. Imagine how many, sorry to cut you off, but imagine how many college students are in the same position as you and wish to pull the trigger in their dorm or in their house that they're sharing with five other people and are not because they're scared that the kitchen is not aesthetically pleasing enough. You know, like that's, that's a reality. That's a niche. Like you could benefit from that. So yeah, see it that way, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you said that because it's, it's, that's literally my reasoning, but I love that how you talked about how like some of the bigger influencers there, they've gone, they've grown so fast. They have these, or even if they didn't go fast, they have these massive followings, but they're not as personable as like smaller creators. And the reason that 
smaller creators are able to monetize and make as much money as they are starting so early is because they really create these integrated relationships and communities. And I have absolutely no problem. Yeah, I go on. I remember a couple months ago, I had a conversation with a professor and I had been crying and I got on and I was like, I just had a really great conversation with my professor and she made me cry, but in like a good way, I'm really like, and I talked about it or, you know, I share, you know, my, what I'm, you know, in the car, I'll like, or last week, you know, we, we took our uh, composite photos to go that will hang forever on the walls of the law school. And I got really emotional that day because holy crap, I'm graduating. And like, I'm going to be on the walls of this building forever, no matter what happens to me. And like, that's really crazy because, and I said, I was like two years ago when I first started law school, I was miserable and I was in the worst place of my life I had ever been, but I wanted to go to law school because that I knew it will get me to where I want to be in life. So I chose to stay, even though I didn't feel like I belonged and I thought no one wanted me here and I didn't deserve to be here. So I got really emotional that like two years later, like I blinked and now I'm here, but holy crap, like, yeah, like, you did it. Finish line. And I shared that and I got a lot of responses and, you know, that to me is more meaningful. I love when people share those things. So I'm really happy you said that because it takes a lot of vulnerability to do those things, but you know, the, the responses you get when you do share those things, Trump, the, the insecurities and like not 100% really feeling like, should I share this? Like with the exception of reels, I share, I'm very confident in sharing everything else. Reels yeah. is where I'm yeah. lacking that confidence and I am working on that. So I'm really glad that you, you touched on that aspect. Of, well, I hope you tap you know, into it. I hope so too. I watch you online. <laughs> I am so grateful that we got to have this conversation. It's I, you know, I'm so glad I connected with you and I cannot wait to see where this, you know, this opportunity takes you because I think it's so special. And as you know, we're the same age, but we're so young and to have these, these goals and these ambitions and these plans and like really seeing it, you know, take off for us is I love seeing other, it happen for other people and celebrating their wins. So I'm really, really excited to see where this takes you and to follow along oh, and, so you know, definitely hang out with you either in Florida or in Canada. Um, yeah. just, yes. Yeah. Down, and, uh, I will ask you for recommendations for neuropaths when 100%. I move home. Cause I definitely want to, you know, see a neuropath and, you know, join your plan when I am not on student loans anymore. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> okay, um, amazing. but yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This means so much to me and where can every yeah where can everyone find you okay well I'm on be well with Kayla on Instagram so at be well with Kayla same thing for TikTok although I'm not so good with TikTok because I'm not really consistent with that platform but um be well with Kayla on either TikTok or Instagram and you could also check out my services my ebook and my merch at kaylapomponio.com I'll put everything in the show notes awesome thank you so much for having me Wasn't she just incredible? I'm so happy that I got to connect with her on and offline and have this conversation and of course share with all of you because I laughed so hard as I was listening to it and editing it, but just I felt so inspired and like excited for what's to come on social media and for her and for myself after listening to this conversation and I just hope that, you know, it inspires you as well because there's some really great info in here 
for everybody. And I'm starving. I'm also now in my brother's room as I'm recording this because they went outside. And my mom is still on work calls. And just, you know, it's chaos over here. But that's what going home for the holidays is supposed to be like, right? So anyway, I am going to log off and get to enjoy some family time and connect with some of my friends on social media and just hang out. Um, I binged Sex Lives of College Girls the other day and it was absolutely incredible. So definitely check that out as well. I'm watching The O.C. I just got on to season two. I never saw it um, when it originally came out because I was too young and also great show. But yeah, I uh, I should probably do that. Tell you guys what I'm watching and stuff. Um, you know, reading books by my favorite authors, um, Jillian Dodd and Adriana Locke. I'll link them below as well so you can check them out. And I finished the Gossip Girl reboot which was good, but I have a lot of thoughts on it. I should probably do an episode on that because so many thoughts, so little time. But yeah, I'm off to relax, watch TV, decompress, hang out with friends, and enjoy my time at home. And I hope you guys are all doing the same. And if you're alone on the holidays this year, I hope that you take this time to really enjoy being alone and get to know yourself and learn to love being alone and what makes you happy and finding ways to you know enjoy this time and celebrate you know getting to be here you know alive healthy and looking forward to a new year where you will get to see your friends and family again soon so yeah I uh I know this time is really difficult and I feel for you if you can't go home or if you are home but don't want to be home or whatever reason it is you know the holidays are a difficult time for everyone myself included but it's also a time to look forward to what's to come so I hope that you take this episode as as that as a beacon of hope and light and all of the incredible things that there are to come for us all so yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.